Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I want to talk about a question I received, and I've been getting a lot of questions about retail. You know, how do you use some of the selling techniques I teach on retail? Because I'm usually talking about business to business. So many of you are writing in and saying, Victor, let's do some B2C stuff. Let's talk about business to consumer, and I'm getting a lot of retail questions. So, this question comes from Joanne. She said, sir, by the way, when you send me an email, don't put sir. Anyway, sir, may I consult you quickly? If the client says they have no time or they're just browsing, how do you think we can make a sale? And they're already in the store, but that's what they say. So in other words, I have to assume she didn't give me a lot of detail, so I'll have to fill in some of the context here. Let's just say, assume that she's working in a clothing store. And we've all done this, right? We've walked into a store, somebody says, can I help you find something? And you say, nah, I'm just looking around. But most people don't know that simply asking that question, can I help you find something? Studies have shown that sales are increased by 30% by simply asking that question. So the question by itself is already an influence mechanism. It gets people to buy 30% more of the time. Now, that said, let's take a, let's take a step back. Before I answer the question, what should she say? What should she do? Let's go back and look at Robert Cialdini's book called Influence. Now, if you're listening to this, and if you've not read the book Influence by Robert Cialdini, who talks about six principles and talks about the psychology of persuasion, you are missing out. Robert Cialdini's book, Influence, the psychology of persuasion. And in there, there are six principles of influence that he talks about. Now, I want to highlight three because the three that I want to highlight actually can be used in a retail sales situation. The first one is social proof. Now, social proof is a very fascinating thing. When you see other people doing something, that makes you want to do it. Let me give an example of social proof. When you see a long line at a restaurant, you think what? Hmm, that must be a good restaurant. But if you see an empty restaurant, you say, maybe that's not such a good restaurant, and you keep walking. Now, why did a long line attract you? Why? Because other people are eating there. That's social proof. When you see other people doing it, you must think, hey, that must be the right thing to do. You ever walk into a situation, let's say some, I don't know, an elegant party or a ceremony of some sort, and you don't know how to behave, so the first thing you begin to do is to look around to see what other people are doing. And again, you mimic them, right? That's You're looking for social proof, what you need to do. Now, when you see other people doing something, like I say, somebody owns a house, you say, well, there's social proof that somebody can own a house, and maybe I can own that also. So social proof is really about looking at other people and having them prove to you that whatever they're doing is possible for you. The second thing he talks about is scarcity. Oh, we've all heard that sales pitch before. Well, there's only three left. That's scarcity. When you talk a buyer into buying something by letting them believe that if they don't make a decision right now, they're going to miss out on an opportunity. That's scarcity. The third principle that he talks about is liking. Now, this is important. As simple as that statement may be, liking, it's an important statement because people who are like you, people who are like you are going to like you. In other words, when people sound like you, when people look like you, when people behave like you, at a subconscious level, you like them more. In fact, one study showed that if I simply said to you, you know, I really like you, immediately 
you're going to have a positive reaction towards me and you're going to start liking me also. Why? Because I told you I like you. So when people know you like them or you're very similar to them, there's a connection there. There's some type of synchronicity going on. So again, three of the six principles of influence that Robert Cialdini talks about is social proof, what other people are doing is proof that maybe you should do that also. Scarcity, get it while it lasts, and liking. If I like you and you like me, I guess we like each other. And people buy from people they like. We've all heard this, right? So now, let's go back to Joanne's question. Sir, may I consult you quickly? If a client says they have no time or they're browsing, how do you think we can make a sale? And they're already in the store, but that's what they say. So in other words, when somebody says, ah, I'm just looking around, I'm just browsing, what do you say? Well, it's not only about what you say, it's what you do. So here's what I would suggest, Joanne. First of all, always smile, be friendly. But here's the important component. There's smile, there's being friendly, but also be excited. There's something about enthusiasm. Part of selling is transferring that enthusiasm. So when somebody walks in, you smile, no matter what their attitude is, you're gonna smile, you're gonna be friendly, and you're gonna be excited about what your son says. And if they say, well, we're just browsing, you say something like this, well, we love it. In fact, you say, I love it when people come in here to browse. We have such a lot of things going on. And then you say something like this, let me highlight just a few things. And then you maybe point them in that direction or walk with them in a certain direction. So see right here, and let's say it's men's clothing, right? You can say, today we have these shirts on sale. These are fantastic shirts. And then what you can do is add a benefit, add some social proof, and add a little scarcity. Here's how you do it. You say, well, let me just highlight, and let me start from the beginning so you make sure you get it all. Smile, be friendly, get excited, and say, you know, well, I love it when people come in to browse. Let me highlight a couple of things. You move in that direction, you point. You see these shirts here today? They're on sale. Now, they're extremely comfortable and they have this soft cotton and other men who've bought those shirts really love it and they're going fast. And again, right there in that small statement, I just inserted a benefit, social proof, and some scarcity. Benefit, here are some shirts, they're extremely soft. Men who've purchased these shirts love them scarcity. They're going fast. And again, you can then point over to some pair of pants and do the same thing. See these pants right here? These are pants that are very popular right now because of the material that they're made of. And the good thing is that they're good for blah, blah, blah sizes. Or, and then you talk about, you know, right there, those just went on sale this week and they're going like hotcakes. Again, come up with your own phraseology. And then you say something like this, and then add, the dressing room is right over there. My name's Joanne. If you need anything, let me know. I'm here to help you. Now, the good thing about that approach is that somebody wants to come in. Some people really don't like to be bothered when they just want to look around. But everybody, everybody, listen carefully, everybody wants to know about a sale that's going on. Everybody wants to know about some benefit that may benefit them. So by highlighting some shirts that are on sale, they're extremely soft, men love them, that's telling the customer, hey, here's some products you might want to look at. And then you talk about some pants. Just pick one or two things. That's it. One or two things. And just highlight those two things. If you're in a clothing store, most likely somebody's going to come in for shorts or pants. So by highlighting one specific thing, don't highlight 20 things. Okay, that'll just confuse them. Remember, a confused mind will never make a decision. But just highlighting two things that they should be aware of. Mention the benefit. Again, mention why it's good for them. 
talk about social proof, other people buying it, and then if there's scarcity because it's a sale and there are only so many left, we don't have any more in inventory, mention that as well. People need to feel comfortable when they walk into your store. They need to feel like they're at home. They don't need to feel pressured. But that's what that's what the pitch does. It makes people feel comfortable when they walk into the store. That's all people want. Lastly, I just want to emphasize this to my friend Joanne and those of you listening. When somebody comes into the store, and you know sometimes people just have a negative attitude, right? They just had a bad day. They just look like, you know, somebody just shot their dog, right? And they're always like, ah, I'm just looking around. And they have that look. Now, there's a difference, a fundamental difference between reacting and responding. If they're negative and you follow their lead, in other words, they come in with a bad attitude and you just kind of give them a half-hearted welcome, well, guess what? You're reacting to their negative disposition. That's never good. What I want you to do is never react, always respond. In other words, if they come in with a negative attitude, you're not gonna follow their lead. You're gonna still overpower them with your enthusiasm. You're gonna be smiled, you're gonna be friendly, you're gonna be excited, and you're gonna be helpful. And again, I don't care who the person is. If you can highlight something for them, shirts over here, here's some benefits, talk about who's buying them, social proof, by the way, they're on sale. We don't have that many left. You might want to take a look at that. Over here, we have some pants. Same thing. Hit the benefit. Talk about people who are buying it. And again, we only have so many in inventory. And let me know if I can help you in any way. My name is Joanne. I'll be right over there. And then you walk away. And guess what? People now will feel comfortable in the store. You've given them your pitch. You've walked away, now you let them make the decision. That's how you sell retail when somebody says, I'm just looking around. This is Victor Antonio, I hope that tip was helpful. Joanne, thank you for the email. That's it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think, I greatly appreciate it. For those of you who have left feedback, especially on iTunes, I really do appreciate it, thank you very much. Also check out my sales training website, seminarsonselling.com, where you'll find great training videos for you or your team to help you grow your business. Lastly, I wanna thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.